take a moment to mute their cell phones. CUNY TV is transmitting the public sessions of this meeting live on cable channel 75. This meeting is also being webcast live at www.cuny.edu slash livestream. The public session of this board meeting will also be available as a podcast within 24 hours. I now move that this meeting convene an executive session pursuant to section 105 article 7 of the public officer's law to discuss this matter pertaining to, oh yeah, it's also pertaining to investigations, litigation, and the medical, financial, credit, or employment history of a particular person or corporation. May I have a second? Second. 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 All those in favor? Aye. All right, we are in executive session right now. I'm gonna to have to ask, ask the public to leave for this part of the uh, conversation. We will reconvene in public session. I move to reconvene the public meeting. Do I have a second? Second. Those in favor? Aye. Opposed? We are back in public session. On Monday, April 30th, 2018, the board held its Queens Borough hearing and public hearing chaired by Trustee Kevin Kim. Trustee Kim was joined by Vice Chairperson Barry Schwartz and Trustees Michael Arvanites, Henry Berger, Lorraine Cortez-Vasquez, Myra Linares-Garcia, Catherine Conway, and John Adoramu, and members of the Chancellery. The presidents of LaGuardia Community College, Queens College, York College, and the Dean of the CUNY School of Law also attended the hearing. 222 speakers signed up to speak, and 58 speakers testified, including Councilmember Inez Barron, the overwhelming majority of speakers expressed opposition to the possible restructuring of the student activity fees, as well as concern for the lack of information and transparency from the Student Activity Fees Task Force Committee. Additional speakers addressed food service workers' conditions, adjunct pay, and problems and programs at their campuses, including international study, technology internships, and MCAT prep classes. <clears throat> As I've said in the past, the format of the hearing is not a town hall-style meeting, and as a result, the trustees were not in position to, ad to address concerns directly. I'd like to take the opportunity to do just that tonight, as the issue of student activity fees is very important to the trustees, as well as the students and the faculty. First. I want to clarify that item number three on the calendar today is only a vote on the notification of possible amendments to the board bylaws. We are not voting to change the bylaws today. We are just voting on the notice of possible changes to the bylaws. I said last month that any vote to be taken in the future will include extensive input from all relevant constituencies. CUNY and this Board of Trustees is committed to continuing the long-standing tradition of students shaping the ways in which student activity fees support student life and essential student services. With that in mind, and as a result of the testimony heard at the Queens and Brooklyn, and Brooklyn Borough hearings, I've asked several board, meeting, several board members 
to meet with student representatives to further understand their concerns with regard to the proposed bylaw changes and to discuss possible resolutions. I'm happy to report that the students and trustees agreed that amendments to Article 15 could move forward for a vote next month with the removal in Section 15, two of the two, two words, or Section 15.2 section of two words, those two words are, and funding. The students and trustees further agreed that Article 16 amendments would be delayed until the late fall so that students and trustees could continue the dialogue on how to best structure student activity fees. So for today, we'll simply vote on the notification for Article 15 as described above. To all of the students of CUNY, we hear you. We appreciate your voices and urge you to continue to speak out on issues that concern you. We're listening. I also want to thank student member of this board, John Anaramu, for being a strong voice and for working along with all of his colleagues on this board to make sure that the right thing gets done. Thanks, John. Well done. And I'd be remiss if I didn't also thank trustees Kevin Kim, Lorraine Cortez-Vasquez, and trustee Uniclark. Thank you all for your work on this also. The CUNY Service Corps is offering students a unique opportunity to play a meaningful role in Governor Cuomo's New York Stands with Puerto Rico recovery and rebuilding effort. More than 1,200 students, 1,200 students have applied to travel to Puerto Rico this summer and work with nonprofit organizations already building on the ground. Lehman College has developed a 200-level, three-credit course entitled Global Citizenship, Community Engagement and Service in Latin America and the Caribbean, specifically for this experience. Staff was on the ground in Puerto Rico working with the Governor's Office, State University of New York, and volunteer organizations last week as part of the Governor's assessment team. Last month, I attended a reception for the second class of Lindsay Fellows in Government Leadership and Practice at the CUNY Institute for State and Local Governance, named for former Mayor John Lindsay. The fellowship engages promising New York City leaders who have been elected to the city and state legislative bodies in the past four years. The program, which began in 2017, aims to deepen their understanding of the pressures and concerns that influence government decision-making and build the skills necessary to make an impact on the future of New York City. The 2018 class of Lindsay Fellows includes 15 members of the state and city legislatures. I was also pleased to attend the launch of the Advisory Council for CUNY's LGBTQI Leadership Program, which is dedicated to providing LGBTQI students at CUNY the leadership development opportunities necessary to develop empowered senses of self and empower them to ultimately assume leadership roles in our city and state. I'm proud of CUNY's prominence in our city's LGBTQI community, serving as a hub of scholarship, advocacy, and culture creation. I'd like to conclude my remarks today with a few words about Chancellor Milliken, who today attends his last board meeting 
of trustees. Since JB arrived at CUNY in 2014, he has actively pursued our historic mission of academic excellence, accessibility, inclusion, and high quality. His deep commitment will be felt for years to come. It was on his watch that researchers from Stanford and Harvard, whose data was used in stellar rankings by the Chronicle of Higher Education and Money Magazine, recognized CUNY's broad success in propelling more low-income students into the middle class than any other public college system in the country. JB has championed our most vulnerable students by offering special support to foster children and by partnering with the Dream US, obtaining more private scholarships for DACA students than any other institution. He spent considerable time and effort on improving the operations of our multi-billion dollar enterprise as well. He launched a comprehensive administrative excellence initiative along with multi-year budgeting. This has improved performance and directed more resources to our classrooms. He worked to improve graduation rates at our community colleges and strengthen our nationally recognized ASAP program. Significantly, he appointed 12 of our campus presidents, half of our total. I'm pleased to note that eight are women and people of color. Within CUNY, he may be best known for developing a strategic plan which aims to adapt educational programs to the challenges of today's economy. The wide-ranging initiative called Connected CUNY spans the college experience. At one end, it seeks to improve college readiness among incoming high school students. At the other, it expands student awareness of career prospects through experiential learning, such as paid internships. Take, for example, the CUNY Cultural Corps, funded for its first two years with $1.5 million from the City Department of Cultural Affairs and the Rockefeller Foundation. CUNY students may be the most culturally diverse in the country, but many of the arts are far less so. The Cultural Corps sets out to right that imbalance with paid internships and to open cultural institutions to the broader populace. As Jennifer Tetta, a Lehman student of color who interned at the Queens Museum put it, it's important for the children seeing us there. She believes that youngsters who arrive on class trips, stepping foot in a museum for perhaps the first time in their lives, may well think, if I go there, what am I going to learn? Thanks to the students in the CUNY Cultural Corps, they have an answer. Or take JB's joining with Verizon Communications and Cornell Tech to launch women in technology and entrepreneurship. Consider Lehman Senior Kalia Stanberry, winner of a Fulbright English Teaching Assistantship to Spain and one of the 18 student Fulbrights for 2018. Let me also add that JB also has championed international education for our students. Kalia won a, a grant as well with the help of the CUNY Startups Business Accelerator, another innovation that came in under JB's tenure. She joined four other students in launching a still fledgling enterprise. It matches student programmers who need credentials for their resumes with nonprofit organizations that need effective websites. Win-win, she says. You could say as much for CUNY and Chancellor James B. Milliken. JB, we on the Board of Trustees thank you for your tireless dedication to public education 
and for helping the City University of New York retain its place among the world's great universities. You've been a true advocate, and we deeply appreciate everything you've done for CUNY. We wish you good health and great success in your next endeavors. And the Chancellor will have words to say later uh, in our agenda. Let me now call on Secretary of the Board, Gail Horowitz, to announce several college, faculty, student, and alumni honors. CUNY's Joel Satty was named a winner of one of the nation's most hard-earned academic honors, the Paul and Daisy Soros Fellowships for New Americans. This award is one of a host of prestigious honors for CUNY students and recent graduates so far this year. The list includes 15 Fulbright scholarships that will send CUNY students to countries around the world for one-year research studies. And it includes nine National Science Foundation graduate research fellowships for graduate students in fields ranging from bioengineering to geophysics. LaGuardia Community College student Nayarit Alcantara was named an Aspire Arts Leadership Fellow by the League of Resident Theaters, otherwise known as LORT. LaGuardia Mechanical Engineering major Eleni Romano has been selected as one of only 47 national Jack Kent Cook transfer scholars for 2018. Eleni is LaGuardia's ninth Cook Scholar and will be receiving up to $40,000 per year for up to three years for the completion of a bachelor's degree. Matthew Locastro, a Hunter Macaulay Honors gra College graduate, class of 17, has won the Luce Scholarship for 2019. The Luce is awarded annually to, uh, to between 15 and 20 candidates across the United States. Hunter College is one of only two public colleges in New York State and the only public college in New York City to have students considered for this distinction. Hunter College junior Safia Mahabin has just been named a Truman Scholar. Mahabin is one of 59 new Truman Scholars selected from among 756 candidates at 311 colleges and universities nationwide. The Truman Scholarship is one of the most coveted of nationally competitive scholarships and supports two years of graduate study. Hostos College officially turned 50 on April 22nd and celebrated at its student scholarship benefit uh, on, April 19, uh, on April 19th, sorry, with honorees including 10-time Grammy Award winner Eddie Palmieri, Philip Berry, and alumna Dr. Capillon. Hostos Provost Dr. Christine Mangino has been awarded the prestigious Aspen Presidential Fellowship for Community College Excellence, and Professor Yoel Rodriguez, PhD, has been awarded a William P. Kelly Research Fellowship for the 2018-2019 academic year. CUNY School of Public Health senior scholar Shoshana Sofer was selected by UC Berkeley School of Public Health as one of the 75 most influential graduates. Bronx Community College student Victoria McEwen was named a 2018 Coca-Cola Academic Team Bronze Scholar and will receive a $1,000 scholarship. She was also featured in a New York Times article entitled African Immigrants Find an Open Door at a Bronx College. This is based on academic achievement, leadership, and engagement in college and community service. 
BCC student Malcolm Sowa and Victoria McEwen are part of the PTK All-State All-USA Academic Team. John Satteros and his student team from Queensboro Community College were among the top five teams to receive the Impactful Social Business Award, Award worldwide and the only student team in the United States after round one of the Social <coughs> Business Creation Competition. Their business idea, SafeBit, is an electronic tracking bracelet to ensure security and improve health tracking for the elderly and children with special needs. Teams from Mexico, Canada, and India round out the top five. Borough of Manhattan Community College students, faculty, and staff celebrated the opening of the college's new Panther Pantry. BMCC students facing a food emergency who visit the single-stop office for a needs assessment will now be able to take home a three-day supply of nutritionally balanced, non-perishable food from the Panther Pantry. Single-stop staff will also continue to work with and connect those students to sustainable food sources, primarily the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, otherwise known as SNAP. Three CUNY law graduates from the class of 2018 will serve as Excelsior Public Service Fellows in New York State, Scott Bain, Melissa Britton, and Sagar Sharma. Nationally, Victor Chang is one of 25 to serve as an Immigrant Justice Corps Fellow. He joins Jessica, or uh, J.P. Perry, who's one of 29 Skadden Fellows, and Susanna Mallets, who has been selected to serve in the highly competitive Honors Fellow Program at the U.S. Department of Labor. CUNY Law alum Harvey Epstein, the class of 94, won a special election to the New York State Asse Assembly. Epstein brings the total of CUNY Law graduates in the New York State Assembly to five, with two in the Senate. He is the second CUNY Law alum to take office in New York City this year with Alika Ampri Samuel, class of 05, serving the 41st City Council District. Jessa Musani, a recent City Tech graduate, is one of eight recipients of a City Doctor Scholarship, which will support her through medical school. The program is a partnership between the Health and Hospital Corporation and St. George's University in Granada. City Tech student Mimi Chen, Department of Hospitality Management, and Chef Matthew Kirkley were selected to represent the United States as the 2019 Team USA in the prestigious Bocuse d'Or competition in Lyon, France. The Queens College Knights women's and men's tennis teams claimed the NCAA East Region Division II championships. Cristina Jimenez Moreta, Queens College, class of 2007, was a winner of the MacArthur Fellowship Genius Award and was named by Time Magazine as one of the 100 most influential people of 2018. Queens College has been ranked a 2018 America's Best Value College by Forbes Magazine with special recognition for its success with upward mobility. The percentage of students from the bottom 20% income distribution who reach the top 20% as indicated by their salaries at mid-career. York biology professor Elizabeth Alter will be the first woman keynote speaker at this year's DNA Learning Center Barcoding Symposium. Dr. Alter is a highly regarded professor and researcher whose students graduate to MD and PhD programs at Ivy League universities such as Harvard and Brown. York College physics student Juan Pablo Rodriguez, who's been on the York College robotics team for three years, completed an internship at Honeybee Robotics last year and Clinton Ehidem, the 19-year-old valedictorian of the class of 2018, has received seven medical school offers. 
Macaulay Honors College student, Thamara Jean, class of 18 uh, at Hunter, uh, won a Rhodes Scholarship. She will study at Oxford this fall. Three of CUNY's eight Rhodes Scholars are Macaulay students. Macaulay's honor, Macaulay Honors College student, Claire Lynch, who's at City, uh, Victoria Di Tommaso at Hunter, Michael Mazeo at Hunter, and Marielle Ray, also at Hunter, all class of 2018, have received Fulbright English teaching grants. Macaulay Honors uh, College Janice Lee, class of 18 at Baruch, won a Benjamin A. Gilman International Scholarship. Mr. Chairman, this concludes the report on college, faculty, student, and alumni honors. Thank you. I'd like to now ask Chancellor, Millen, Chancellor Milliken for his report. I'm going to defer until later. Okay. All right, let's now turn to the items requiring a vote today. Item one, number one, you'll find a copy of the Chancellor's University Report for April, including addendum errata sections and an additional addendum for Hunter College on the table. Do I have a second? Second. Is there any discussion on the Chancellor's University Report? Uh, all of those in favor? Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Items approved. Item number two, you'll find a copy of the draft minutes for the March 19th board meeting in your meeting book. I'd like to move that as a motion. Do I have a second? Second. second. Any discussion on the minutes? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? That item's approved. Item number three, City University of New York Notice of Amendment of the Board's Bylaws. I move to request approval of notification of, pro of proposed amendments to the bylaws. Do I have a second? All of those in favor? I'm sorry. Um, this, is, this is the bylaws um, student activity fees. I'm sorry. This is related to student activity. Yes, um, this is the discussion that we just had. Okay, I'd like to make a motion to amend the item number three to the couple. Sean, wait one second. He's just got to finish actually moving it for, and opening right. it for discussion. <coughs> one sec. So we can, okay. Right. For the record. And I had a second. Is there any discussion on item number three? Absolutely. It's my cue, I guess. Yes, sir. Go right. I'd like to make a motion to amend item number three to decouple article 15 and article 16 and remove article 16 from the notification until the trustees and the students have completed their reviews and discussions. I would also like to amend article 15, section 15.2 to remove the words and funding from the last sentence of the first paragraph. Do I have a second on the amendment? Second. second. Lorraine, thank Is there any discussion, yes. any further discussion on the motion? Yes, absolutely. Um, so up until fairly recently, I was expecting to deliver a statement outlining my objections to the proposed changes in Article 15 and 16. Like most CUNY students who have looked at the student activity fee proposal, I understand that this proposal, as initially presented, would compromise students' rights to self-govern, their ability to remain in control of their fees. I wish to be clear that there is no law or settlement compelling the board to make those changes that way on the agenda. Um, saying that, the changes to Article 15 are important, and they protect the students' rights to charter organizations, irrespective of their viewpoint. I would also like to submit for the record a memorandum that I issued to the board and is dated April 30th. This memorandum summarizes many of the concerns that students have raised through committee meetings, public hearings, 
through emails and petitions. I'd like to thank all the students who have taken the time to speak out on the issues. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you for the amendment. Is there any other discussion on this motion as amended? May I have a vote to, to accept the amended language to Article 15, Section 15.2, and to remove Article 16 from item number three? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? <laughs> item number three is amended. May I have a vote to approve item number three as amended. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm moving the motion. All of those in favor? Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item number three is approved as amended. Thank you. Okay, um, this is a, I'm going to do the report on April 16, 2018, meeting of the Committee of Fiscal Affairs. After approval of the minutes of February 26, 2018, the committee addressed the policy items on the agenda and approved the following resolutions. Calendar item number four, resolution requesting that the Board of Trustees adopt academic excellence fees for students in eight is interdisciplinary master's programs at the graduate centers. These master's programs are listed in the resolution before us this evening, and these fees are requested by the graduate center to maintain and enhance the excellence of these master's offerings. The fees will be effective for the fall 2018 semester for entering students and will be $100 per credit. The graduate center will deposit the academic excellence fees in its tuition and fee account and account for the re and report on the academic excellence fees separately by program. The Graduate Center will provide periodic reports to the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee that will include the collection of academic excellence fees and associated spending to date. By the end of September of each year, the CUNY Graduate Center will provide the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee with a full accounting of the academic excellence fees spent in the prior fiscal year. President Chase Robinson attended the Fiscal Committee and provided additional information on this topic, as well as responded to concerns raised by the Committee members. I move the approval and adoption of calendar item 4A. Do I have a second? Second. second. Any discussion on the item? All those in sorry, favor? Sorry, I have something Aye. to say. Aye. I'm sorry, John? Um, yes, just so. The board is clear that I have given a statement on this in the past, that academic excellence fees are another form of tuition. And putting this burden on the students that are trying to get a better education, especially on the master's level, is not something the students would like to see continue. But I do like the fact that you have finally some accountability in how the money is being spent. And we would like to see that going forward, even though you, and we'll definitely like to see less and less of this happening. Thank you. Thank you. Um, any other comments? I, All? Um, I, 
I understand that this is something that's going to be reviewed in the future and there will be a process mm -hmm. on how we're going to move these forward. So I want that also to be put on the record. Okay. Any other comments? All of those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? I oppose. Opposed? Yes. Ab abstention. I'm abstaining. The item is carried with one opposed vote and two abstentions. Calendar item 4B is a resolution requesting that the Board of Trustees adopt a schedule of academic excellence fees of $500 per semester for graduate, stu graduate students in the Spitzer School of Architecture at the City College of New York, effective for the fall 2018 semester. Rapidly expanding demands on architectural professional education are causing steadily increasing cost pressures on schools of architecture throughout the country. City College will deposit the academic excellence fees in its tuition and fee account and account for and report on the academic excellence fees separately by program. It will also provide periodic reports to the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee and by the end of September of each year will provide the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee with a full accounting of the academic excellence fees spent in the prior fiscal year. At our meeting on April 16th, President Vincent Boudreau provided the committee with additional information on this proposal. I move the approval and adoption of calendar item 4B. Can I have a, do I have a second? second? Comments on this item? Same as before. Okay. Thank you. All of those in favor? Any opposed or abstentions? I oppose. Abstention. Okay. The item is approved with one opposed and one abstention. I, calendar item 4C is a resolution requesting that the Board of Trustees adopt a differential tuition charge for the master's and doctorate in public health at the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Public Policy, effective for the fall 2018 semester as set forth in the schedule accompanying the resolution. The Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy will deposit the differential tuition charges in its tuition and fee account and account for and report the differential tuition charges separately by program. It will also provide periodic reports to the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee that will include the collection of differential tuition charges and associated spending to date by the end of September of each year. The Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy will provide the Board of Trustees Fiscal Committee with a full accounting of the differential charges spent in the prior fiscal year. Dean Amin El Mohandes provided further justification to the Fiscal Committee on these additional tuition charges. I move the approval and adoption of calendar item 4C. Thank you for the second. Comments on this item? All of those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? I oppose. Any abstentions? This item is approved with one opposed. Calendar item 4D is a resolution requesting that the university engage the Educational Advisory Board to provide an academic advisement and predictive analytics software system and related consulting services to CUNY Senior College. The contract term shall be 
five years and shall not exceed an aggregate $10,851,000 over the contract's term. This predictive analytic software system is a comprehensive software and consulting services solution that encompasses academic advisement, caseload management, early warnings, student communications tools, student-facing mobile application, student onboarding, and student support resources. Executive Vice Chancellor Vita Rabinowitz and Associate Provost Robert Maruka joined the Fiscal Committee meeting and provided us with additional information on this item. I move the approval and adoption of item 4D. Do I have a second? A second. Comments on this item? I think the students will be very excited to see we have some additional infrastructure to our advisement available on campus. Thank you, John. Any other comments? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? That item is approved. With no more items on the policy calendar, we move to address the information items and invited Senior Vice Chancellor Matt Sapienza to give us a report on the 2019 state enacted budget and on the university's third quarter financial report. On, with no other items on this agenda, the meeting was adjourned. This concludes the report of the Committee on Fiscal Affairs. Back to me again, thank you. This is a report of the April 16, 2018 meeting of the Subcommittee on Investments. Subcommittee on Investments met on April 16, 2018 after approval of the minutes of the, two, of the February 26, 2018 meeting, the subcommittee addressed item 4E of the calendar, a resolution requesting <coughs> approval to maintain a spending rate of 4.5% for the funds in CUNY's investment portfolio for the fiscal year ending June 30th, 2019. Senior Vice Chancellor Matt Sapienza and his team, along with our colleagues from Makita Fiduciary Management, provided the subcommittee with further background and justification for this recommendation. I now move the approval and adoption of item 4E. Do I have a second? Second. second. Comments? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item 4E is adopted. In accordance with Section 105H of the New York State Open Meetings Law, the Subcommittee on Investments went into executive session to address the information items on the agenda. With no other items on the agenda, the meeting was adjourned. This concludes my report. I call on Committee on Academic Policy Programs and Research Chair Jill O'Donnell-Torme to present and move the following items. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. At its April 16, 2018 meeting, the committee approved the following policy matters. Calendar item number 5A, resolution to confer honorary degrees. The committee recommends the awarding of honorary degrees to the distinguished individuals recommended by the following colleges and schools at their annual commencement ceremonies. City College, Anita Hill, Professor of Law, Women's Studies and Social Policy. Seymour L. Moskowitz, uh, 1954, retired businessman and college benefactor. CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy. Cecile Richards, President, Planned Parenthood. Medgar Evans College, Devil Patrick, former governor of Massachusetts. Macaulay Honors College, Christopher Hayes, journalist and political commentator. Graduate School and University Center, Neil Katyal, law professor and national security specialist, 
Catherine Vinner, Editor-in-Chief of The Guardian. Calendar item number 5B, Queensbury Community College, AS in Film and Media Production. This program will prepare students for careers in the growing fields of film and television production and transfer seamlessly to Brooklyn College. There are currently 52 television series on a wide variety of platforms being shot in New York City, as well as other creative projects that will provide significant employment opportunities for our graduates. The development of this program was supported in part with a $30,000 grant from the New York State Department of Labor. Calendar item number 5C, Queensborough Community College, AS in Psychology. Many students at Queensborough already pursue the study of psychology. This program will allow the college to better identify these students early on and provide them with better academic advisement. The curriculum has been structured to comply with both the CUNY Psychology Gateway Course Initiative as well as with the recommendations of the American Psychological Association. An articulation agreement has already been signed with York College and others are being pursued. Calendar item number 5D, Queens College, MS in Ed in Early Childhood Special Education and Bilingual Education. Data show that more and more early intervention agencies and the New York City Department of Education are seeking to hire duly certified teacher candidates, including those certified in early childhood special education and bilingual education. Queens College will be the first institution in the New York metropolitan area to offer a fully integrated interdisciplinary program at the early childhood level. The proposed 43 credit program will attract candidates from Queens College's undergraduate childhood education program as well as other undergraduate teacher preparation programs in the region. Calendar item number 5E, Medgar Evans, Evers and York Colleges, two Startup New York initiatives. Pienzo, which is the leading machine learning platform for non-programmers, seek to partner with Medgar Evers College through Startup New York. Pienzo will provide the college with student mentors, internships, and postgraduate employment, as well as faculty research collaborators. iHealthScreen, a medical technology company seeking to develop and commercialize screening systems for a wide range of medical conditions, wishes to partner with York College and will provide the college with student mentors, philanthropic support, faculty engagement, and post-graduation student employment. Calendar item number 5F, City College, Restructuring of the School of Education. City College's School of Education is dissolving three academic departments and establishing two new ones in their place. The Department of Leadership and Human Development and the Department of Curriculum and Instruction. There are opportunities for collaboration among existing programs and opportunities for the development of new programs to maintain or increase enrollment. There are no associated costs with this initiative. I recommend the approval by the board of items 5A through 5F, which were approved by the committee. Do I have a second? Any discussion on items 5A through 5F? I'm going to hand this over to the president of your college to probably explain this in better terms than I could. Uh, 
data is not um, uh, data that is based on the college. This is data that is utilized, brought in elsewhere. This is not college data. No, no, no. This is a new startup that is working in the health field. This is for the general population. It is not targeted to your college students. But at, as a startup, uh, as it has been def defined by Governor Cuomo's guidelines, it has to occur in certain startup zones. We are a startup zone, hence we get to partner in this way. Our faculty can work with iHealthScreen in research. Our students may get internships out of this, which may lead ultimately to jobs. And there may be some other benefits from a philanthropic point of view as well. It's essentially an economic development effort located in this arena. Mm -hmm. Any other questions on these items? All of those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Those items 5A through 5F are approved. Let me now call on faculty, staff, and administration chair Lorraine Cortez Vasquez to present and move the following items. Mr. Chairman, in my absence, Vice Chair Ken Sunshine <coughs> the committee for faculty, staff, and administration on April 16th. The com committee considered the following matters, which I present to the board. Item 16A, amendments to the charter of the governance for Ostos Community College. Ostos Community College has proposed amendments to its charter of governance to add two, two adjunct faculty members to the voting membership of its Senate. The adjunct members, uh, which would serve each for one academic year, in contrast to full-time faculty members who serve for three academic years. The amendments also establish a timeline for elections. In addition, the charter changes the name of the Public Administration Unit to the Public Policy and Law Unit and adds a new Media Design Unit to the Department of Humanities. Finally, the Grants Committee functions will be revised to allow for review of faculty grant proposals at any stage and to actively encourage and support faculty uh, participation in grant writing to fund these research. These amendments have been approved by the College Senate and are endorsed by the President. Accordingly, the committee recommends approval of this matter. Mr. Chair, I present item 6A to the board for consideration. Do I have, a I have your approval. Do I have a second? Any discussion on the item? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item 6A is approved. Item 6B, amendment to the governance plan for the College of Staten Island. These amendments reflect the first comprehensive review of the College of Staten Island's governance plan since 2009. The revised plan memorializes the existing schools and programs at the College of Staten Island. While recognizing the new ones, such as the new schools of business, education, and health and sciences, 
It also identifies each of the college's undergraduate disciplinary programs. In addition, the amendments create several new faculty senate committees and add a faculty's committee to the college council. The amendments limit the number of members of the faculty senate to 54 to ensure orderly debate <laughs> and, uh, and efficient operations while providing for representation of each department. The amendments also propose the election procedures for the council, outlined the plurality voting procedure to be used, and provide a schedule for elections. You will notice that in section one through three of article uh, four are missing from the document. Council office has assured us that there is a clerical error and no changes were made to this section. The amendments have been approved by the college's institutional staff, instructional staff, excuse me, and are recommended by the president. The committee recommends the approval of this matter. Mr. Chair, I present item 6B for the board's consideration. Do I have a second? Second. Discussion on this item? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item 6B is approved. <clears throat> item 6C. Amendment to the Academic Senate Charter of Queens College. The proposed amendments to Queens College's charter would redistribute seats that were previously held for adult college education, ACE, uh, students and students from the graduate division. The change is being made in light of declining enrollment in both the ACE program and the graduate division. Those students will still be able to run for any of the at-large seats. Additionally, the amendments revise selection and review procedures for academic officers, including deans, the provost, and the chief librarian, from every five years to an as-on-needed as basis. Further, the amendments would require Senate nominees to participate on search committee for the titles of provost and of chief librarian. These amendments have been approved by the Academic Senate and endorsed by the college president. The committee concurs and recommends their approval. Mr. Chair, I present item 6C for the board's consideration. Do I have a second? Second. Any comments on item 6C? All those in favor? Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item 6C is approved. Mr. Chair, that concludes my report. Thank you, trustee. I now call on Committee on Facilities Planning and Management Chair Brian Oberfeld to present the committee report. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Good afternoon. The Board of Trustees Committee on Facilities Planning, Construction and Management considered and approved one resolution at its meeting of April 16, 2018. <clears throat> Excuse me. Following the discussion and the consideration of this resolution, an executive session was called to discuss real estate matters under current negotiation by the university, during which, which Vice Chancellor Judith Bertram reported on new projects and updates. Here is the resolution listed in this board meeting as calendar item 7A. 7A, Queens College Security System Upgrade. This will request the City University Construction Fund to execute a purchase order to Johnson Controls, JCI, to design and install security cameras and related work at Queens College. The cost of the purchase order shall be chargeable to the State Capital Construction Fund, DASNY Project 
number 3418509999 for an amount not to exceed $800,000. I hereby request your approval of calendar item 7A. Do I have a second? Any comments on this? Yes, Mr. Chair. Over here. I'm just, I'm just glad that we're uh, hardening some of the assets in our CUNY system this day and age at Parkland and Virginia Tech. I think it's something that we should look at, the security systems of all of our campuses. Thank you, sir. Any other comments on this item? All of those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? Item 7A is approved. This concludes the report of the Chair of the Committee on Facilities Planning and Management. Thank you so much. I now call on Committee on Student Affairs and Special Programs Chair Una Clark to present the committee report. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman I am honored to announce the 2018 Jonah Salk Scholarship recipients. Whereas created by the Board of Estimate of the City of New York in 1955 to honor City College students who've developed the anti-polio vaccine, the Jonas Salk Scholarship Award annually to graduates of CUNY senior colleges. Whereas the scholarship is awarded to students who have been accepted to a US graduate medical and medical school have performed scientific research as undergraduates. And whereas the student research papers are reviewed and recipients are selected for their potential to make significant contributions to the medical research. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Board of Trustees approve the award for the Jonas Esauk scholarships for the following graduates who have been recommended by the Chancellor with stipend. Listened A. Durant, Macaulay Honors College at John Jay College. Kevin Christian Gonzalez, the City College of New York. Elizabeth Gradaski Hunter College. Jack Janai Hunter College. Alan, Alan Casey, Macaulay Honors College of the City of New York. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, not, oh, this is. M-A-R-H-A-R-Y-T-A, L-A-B, K-O-V-I-C-H, Hunter College, Daniels Macaulay College, Hunter, Lily Lee Macaulay Honors College at Brooklyn College, Eva Nadine Brooklyn College. The award ceremony will take place on May 16, 2018 at John Jay College. Dean of the CUNY Medical School, um, Treverson, will be the guest speaker. Mr. Chairman, I ask a vote on the approval of the awards for the 2018 Jonas Esox Scholarship recipients. Do I have a second? Second. Any comments on this item? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? That item is approved. And I believe that concludes your report. Thank you. Thank you, Trustee. Um, I'd like to add an item to the agenda. I guess this is item nine. Item nine. 
and I'd like approval of the board. Um, City University of New York appointment of interim chancellor. Whereas Chancellor James B. Milliken announced that he is stepping down as chancellor effective May 31st of 2018, now be it resolved that the Board of Trustees of the City University of Newark approve the appointment of Vita Karuli Rabinowitz as interim chancellor effective June 1st, 2018 at a salary to be, to be determined by the board subject to financial ability and be it further resolved that during the period Dr. Rabinowitz serves as interim chancellor. She, be, she shall be on leave as executive vice chancellor for academic affairs and university provost. Um, I could go in. There's an explanation that, that is attached. I don't have to read that into the. But I'd like that to be entered into the record also. Do I have a second for this item? Second. second. Thank you. All those in favor of adding the item? Aye. 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 Any opposed or abstentions? That item is approved. Now I'd like to move the item, approval of, of added item number nine. I guess I just moved. All of those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed or abstentions? That's excellent. Congratulations, Vita. Congratulations. Um, I'd like to move to the chancellor for our last item. Thank you. Um, so first, I want to thank the chair for his gracious remarks earlier and to all of you for your kind response. So I want to say I expect nothing at the end of this other than some mild, polite applause. Second, I want to congratulate the board on the wise action naming my colleague University Provost Vitor Rabinowitz as interim chancellor. No one cares more about CUNY students and faculty. No one has devoted more intellect and energy to improving CUNY's policies and programs. And there is no one I would trust more with this important assignment. Finally, I want to add a few personal comments. 30 years ago, I left a comfortable law practice in New York to embark on a new career in higher education. It was sometimes difficult and certainly not seamless transition, but taking that road has made all the difference. It eventually brought me back to New York to serve as chancellor of this incomparable institution. No one in this room has to ask what's special about CUNY. We're all reminded every day that the students we serve give New York City much of its talent, its creativity, and its vitality. But here's our challenge. Although talent is distributed equally, without regard to demographic distinctions or socioeconomic strata, opportunity is still stubbornly highly correlated with wealth. The difference maker in the largest city in the country, which is now recognized as the nation's greatest engine of social and economic mobility, is CUNY. I've been lucky much of my life but never so much as when I was given the opportunity to work with all of you to do the essential work of CUNY. As I wind down this academic year, I will attend six commencements to savor on my last days as chancellor 
the outpouring of emotion from students and their families, the sense of pride and accomplishment and possibility that fills the rooms, and the deep satisfaction and the genuine happiness of the faculty who helped make this possible. I'm grateful for the chance of a lifetime, one that not many people get, to do work I love and affect the lives of so many. So I say thank you to the Board of Trustees, to my colleagues and partners, the presidents and the senior CUNY leadership, to the outstanding, committed faculty of CUNY, and especially to the students who inspire all of us every day for making the last four years such an incredibly rewarding experience. Thank you very much. Can I make a comment? Absolutely. So, Chancellor Milliken, I just want to say that I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your service. I want to thank you for your humanity. I want to thank you for your gentleness and your courtliness. But I also want to thank you mostly for keeping a ship steady during a tumultuous period. Uh, during your tenure, some serious issues were raised, and you never lost sight that the preservation of this institution was of the highest order. And as a result, we've weathered that storm, and as a result, we've been put forth on a chart for excellence in operations, in academia, and in all of our processes. So for that, I want to thank you. Um, if, I had, if I had written what um, Trustee um, Cortez Vasquez said, I couldn't say it any better, so you must know I coached her, and my sentiments are the same. Any other comments? Okay. There being no further business, I make a motion to adjourn this meeting. Do I have a second? Second. Those in favor? Aye. Aye. We are adjourned. Thank you all.